The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Gemara Ta'anit, Daf Chavav. Today's daf is being studied Lezechen Neshmat Rabbeinu Yitzhak Abu Hasera that was saying the Shi'ur Al Yad Kivro. Zichrono v'zichuto yagen alenu amen v'amen Today's daf is being studied the Elun Shmat Avraham ben Esther Ruach Hashem tenichinu began Eden amen Today's daf is being studied the Fuah Shinema Eliyahu Hayim ben Shafia Sofia Elna refarado betoch shar chodeh amu Yisrael amen We begin today the fourth perek Perzat Hashem of Masechet Ta'anit and we start with the Mishnah Bishlosha perakim bashana Three times a year Kohanim nosim et kapel the Kohanim, they make Birkat Kohanim four times a day. Which means there's three times a year that there's four tefillot. What are the four tefillot? Shahrit, Musaf, Minha, Ni'ila. And on each one of those tefillot, the Kohanim go up and they make Birkat Kohanim. Bishahrit, Bin Musaf, Bin Minha, Ubin Ila, Chaharim. Now, First we have to understand what three times a year do we make for tefillot. So the Mishnah says, Bita'aniyot, which means we learned in the earlier Pirakim, that when they used to make the Ta'aniyot for the rain, when there was no rain, the last seven Ta'aniyot were Hamurot. They were very stringent and they used to put all the Humrot on them and they used to pray extra tefillot like the Gemara is going to explain. That's the Mishnah is going to explain. What are Ma'amadot? I'll explain to you outside, then we'll see it inside in the uh, Mishnah. When it comes to Ma'amadot, when it comes to Ma'amadot, this was referring to when B'nai Yisrael used to be in the times of the Beit HaMikdash. So there used to be a Qurban Tamid Shal Shahar and a Qurban Tamid Shal Ben Arbayim. Now this Qurban was for all B'nai Yisrael, like the Mishnah is going to prove from Pesukim. So the question is, how could Ami Yisrael be Yotzeh with the Qurban if they're not there? They have to be in Yerushalayim. So they used to send representatives to Yerushalayim to stand by the Qurban to represent all Qurban Yisrael. These people were called Ansheh Ma'amad. And they used to have special groups of Yisraelim in their cities. They used to have special minyanim. They were called the tefillah of the Anshay Ma'amad. And they would pray in their cities that the Qurban Tamid should be accepted. However, should be accepted. They were in their cities, they would make special minyanim. But these people called the Anshay Ma'amad would fast. So yet again, in the towns where B'nai Yisrael were, Certain designated people were called Anshay Ma'amad. They would go to Beit Knesset. They wouldn't pray like everybody else is praying. They would pray a special tefillah like the Mishnah is going to say. They would say Shaharit. They would say Musaf. They would say Minha and Ni'ilah. So for the tefillah of the Anshay Ma'amad, the Kohanim would say Kohanim four times during the day. Correct. Like the Mishnah is going to say. Like the Mishnah is going to say. Ubiyom HaKippurim. It's okay. Ubiyom HaKippurim and Yom Kippur. As we know, there's four tefillot. Sha'arit, Musaf, Minha, and Ni'ilah. Now we have to explain why is the fourth tefillah called Ni'ilah. Ni'ilah literally means to lock. What are we locking? So let's look at Rashi. Ni'ilah Sha'arim Meforash Bebirachot Yerushan Meforik Tevata Shachar when did I make the tefillah of Ni'ilah? Yeshomrim Ni'ilah Sha'arim Mikdash. 
At the end of the day, when they used to close the gates of the Beit HaMikdash, when they would close the gates of heaven, Towards the evening, Bigmar Tefilat, the end of the Tefilat, Benuagim Ayul Palel Tefilat Neila, Bechol Ta'anitam, Kederik Shempalim Yom Kippurim. Whenever they used to have a Ta'anit Sibur in the olden days, let's say there was a calamity or a different type of Hafastom tragedy, Dachamim would declare a fast day. And on the fast days, they used to pray like Kippur, Musaf, and also Tefilat. Now the Mishnah explains The following is the subject of the Ma'amadot They used to fast This is what I'm saying They used to fast and used to pray Special tefillot in their cities What was the tefillot? That their brother's korbanot should be accepted the Jewish people are commanded to bring the Qurban Tamid. How is it possible that a person who's obligated to bring a Qurban and he's, he's not there? Halakha says when a person brings a Qurban, he has to be standing there. So what are you going to say? 600,000 Jews are going to come to Yerushalayim every day to bring the Qurban Tamid. So Halakhami made a takana. That what? The early prophets. Who were the early prophets? David Melech, Alav Shalom, and Shmuel Hanavi. Those were the early prophets. They were the ones that established, they put the Kohanim, the Nevi'im, and the Israelim into 24 groups. It was a rotation. Every week, another Mishmar goes to Yerushalayim and serves. When they finish, they leave, and then another Mishmar comes. Al kol Mishmar Mishmar hayam ma'amad birushalayim. Shil Kohanim, shil Nevi'im, vishil Yisraelim. And for every Mishmar, meaning for every group that they had, they established another group that consisted of Kohanim, Nevi'im, Yisraelim, and they would go to Yerushalayim, and what was their job? They would stand. And she ma'amad, people that would stand, were they standing? They would stand by the Qurban, and they would represent all the Kohanim, all the Levi'im, and all the Israelim. Which means, when the time of the Mishmar came to go up to Yerushalayim, Kohanim v'Levi'im olim Yerushalayim. So the Kohanim and the Levi'im, they went to Yerushalayim to work. The Israel shebe'oto Mishmar, what did Israelim do? Mitkansim la'arehim. They went to their cities. We don't need them in Yerushalayim. We need them to be in their cities. Not only did they pray Shahrit, Minha, Musaf, and Ne'ilah, but they had Sifat Torah. Monday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, they read Sifat Torah every single day. What did they read? Ma'asim Bereshit. Parashat, Bereshit, Barai, Elohim, Tashumah, Taharis. They read the first parasha. Not the whole parasha. The Mishnah is going to tell us what they read. Let's read Rashi. Al-Kol Mishmar. There were 24 groups of Kohanim and Nevi'im Yisraelim. Shmuel and David Tiknum. Who established the Mishmarot? Shmuel and David, David and Melech, Rav Shalom. For every Mishmar, there was a group of people that stood in Yerushalayim. Shekivu'im ve'omdim ba'ir. They would stand in the city. Ve'omdim al-Kurban ahahim. 
Besides the people that lived in Jerusalem, every city in Israel had their own Anshe Ma'amad. Which means the 24 groups of Kohanim, there were 24 groups of Yisraelim. But they made it in a way that every city of Jerusalem had a minyan. We had 10 Yisraelim that would go and pray special tefillot. Those tefillot were called tefillot and she ma'amad. Kedetanya bebaraita. Next Rashi. Kohanim v'leviim, shil mishmar, which is the Kohanim v'leviim, they have to work. They can't be in the cities, they have to be in Jerusalem. Hayu olim l'irushalayim, Kohanim la'avoda, Kohanim would work. V'leviim l'ashir, they would sing. And you also had Anshe Ma'amad that would stand in Yerushalayim next to the Qurban. And what would the rest of the people do? They would pray that the Qurban Tamid and all the Qurbanot that week should be accepted. And they would fast. They would bring Sefer Torah out. Now the Mishnah is going to tell us how many people went up to the Sefer Torah and what did they read exactly. Well, we know they read Ma'asib Rishi. And the Mishnah continues and tells us what they read on the days of the Anshe Ma'amad. On the first day, they read. The first parasha in Parashat Bereshit and the second parasha which is Yehirakiya. Basheni on the second day Yehirakiya v'yekavu amayim. Basherishi yekavu amayim v'himeorot. Barbi'i himeorot v'yishrisu amayim. Bahamishi yishrisu amayim v'totzea ares. Bashishi v'totzea ares v'yichulu hashamayim. So by the sixth day of the Anshe Ma'amad they finished now let's read Rashi. Rashi says, The Quran explains why. Which means they used to send up three olim, Kohen, Devivi, Israel. Now to send up three olim, you need at least nine pesukim. You need three pesukim each. And the parashat Bereshit, you don't have nine pesukim. So you needed to read Bereshit and Yehirakiya. In both those parashiyot, you all together, you had at least nine pesukim. Bashishi on the sixth day, Rashi, which means if eight pesukim, and you have to set up three people, you need nine pesukim. So they have to read an additional parasha. Which parasha was that? And now the Mishnah continues. Parasha gedola korin ota which means. When you would read, let's say, two parashiyot, now again, I want to point out, when we say parashiyot, we mean, in the Torah, the Torah is written in big parashiyot, for example, Bereshit, Noah, Lech Lecha, etc. But you also have parashiyot, small parashiyot, which means that we call them like different uh, chapters, or different, uh, uh, yeah, small paragraphs of the Torah. No, which means if you look at the Torah sometimes, you see, at the end of a couple of pesukim it says, Peh. Which means this is the end of a parasha. So they would read parashat 
there's sometimes, that, let's say on the first day, they would read Parashat Bereshit and Yirakiyah. Now, Parashat Bereshit, there's a Parashat Gedola and there's a Parashat Ketana. Bereshit has five Pesukim. That's considered Parashat Gedola. Yirakiyah is considered Parashat Ketana because it has less Pesukim. So the rule was like this. Whenever you're reading two, two parashiyot, always in the bigger parasha you would give them two olim, and in the smaller parasha you would give them one ole. It doesn't matter. You always look, if you're reading two parashiyot, the bigger parasha gets two olim, and the smaller parasha gets one ole. That's the rule. Let's read Rashi. Parasha gedola, top line in Rashi. Which means when it came to the parashah Bereshit, there were five pesukim. That's the bigger parashah. So they would put two olim in parashah Bereshit. Now you're going to ask me, how could you put two olim with five pesukim? You need six pesukim. So Gerard is going to explain. They would repeat one of the pesukim, like how we do on the Shodesh. And the Yirakiya, which is the smaller parashah. They would read it with one order. Because that was the smaller parasha. So basically the rule is like this. Whenever you're reading two parashiyot, the bigger parasha, you send up two olim. The smaller parasha, you send up one order. Comes the Mishnah continues. Bishahrit. Bimusaf Ubiminha, which means in those tefilot Nikhnasim Vikorin Al Pihen Kekorin Echema. Which means the Anshem Ma'amad we said they read from the Sefer Torah. What did they read from the Sefer Torah? Parashat Bereshit every day another parasha. Now in Shahrit they would read it from the Sefer Torah itself. However, in Musaf, in Minha and in Shahrit, again, I read again, Bishahrit, Musaf, Amminha, Nikhnasim Vikurin al Pihen. They wouldn't read it from a Sefer Torah. They would read it, yeah, in Shahrit, Musaf, and Minha. They would read Parashat Bereshit Ba'alpeh. Just like the people read Kiryat Sheba, which is a Hadush. They would read it by heart. Now we'll see in the Gemara, why didn't they use a Sefer Torah? But they would read it by heart. Comes the Mishnah continues. Arab Shabbat. On Arab Shabbat, meaning on Friday, Shabbat. Friday they're busy. Shabbat, they have to go prepare for Shabbat. So therefore, they would not have this tefillah in Minha. They would not make a long tefillah with Ma'amadot, with uh, Sefer Torah. They would make a, a regular Minha, not to delay the people from Shabbat. Let's read Rashi. Third line in Rashi. Vekorin ota al pihen. Kol ehat Everyone would read during Shahrit. Musaf and Minha, the Ma'amadot ba'alpeh. Uba'ebi gemara, ma'ika hamar, me'ikara katari parashat katana. Temasho de besevetorah kurin. Vadatana al pihen. Which means, originally the Mishnah tells me, parashat gedola, parashat katana. That's Masu, they read from the Sevetorah. Then you tell me, no, they read it by heart. Make up your mind. Did they read it from a separate Torah? Did they read it by heart? That's the Gemara's question. Then she tells us, in the Ilah, there was no separate Torah. Only the separate Torah was read in Shahrit, Musaf, and Minha. So the Gemara's going to have to answer us, was it read 
from the Sefer or was it read Baal Peh? That will wait for the Gemara. Comes the Mishnah and continues and says, Kol Yom Halil. Any day that has Halil. For example, Hanukkah, that we say the Halil, En Bo Ma'amad Bishaharit. We do not make ma'amad, the special tefillah, the ma'amad, meaning with the sefer Torah and all the extra tefillot, in shaharit. Why? Because they have to say the halil. The halil is long. So we don't want to make Torah sibur. We don't want to make a long tefillah with ma'amadot, with halil. So for example, the week of Hanukkah, during shaharit of the anshem ma'amad, they would not have the extra tefillot and the sefer Torah. Qurban Musaf, any day that there was Qurban Musaf, for example, Rosh Chodesh, there was Qurban Musaf, in Bini'ilah. So they would not read Sefer Torah, or they would not have the extra tefillot, I should say, not in Musaf, of course, because they're busy bringing the Qurban Musaf, but also they would not have the extra tefillot in Ni'ilah as well. Let's read Rashi. Rashi says, Kol yom sheyesh bo halel, en bo ma'amad b'sha'arit. Otan shayu b'yirushalayim. Again, we're only talking about the ones in Yerushalayim. Why? Lo ayu mitpalilim al korban ahahim. They would not pray for the korban of their brothers. Sheyesh bo halel, lefi she'en nam penay la'asot ma'amadam, shekorim et ha'alel. Obne ha'alel ayu dochen et ha'amad. So the rule is like this, according to Shittat Rashi. Those people that were in Yerushalayim, that were praying that the Qur'an should be accepted on a day of Hanukkah, no ma'amad in the morning. Why? Halil, that takes over. Next Rashi, Qur'an Musaf. Yom Shiyesbo Qur'an Musaf, Birushalayim, En ma'amad bin Ni'ilah Birushalayim. Vekot sheken, Bimincha hasimukha Musaf. So Rashi tells us, when there was a day of Musaf, they would not say the extra tefillot, not in Mincha, and not in Ni'ilah. Lefi shayut tirudin b'musaf. Of course not in Musaf as well. Because they were busy bringing the Qurban Musaf. Shiyez bo lakrim behemot yoter mitamid. The Qurban tamid was only one Qurban. Qurban Musaf is at least two Qurbanot. So therefore they were busy. The people in Yerushalayim bring the Qurban. Shu echad in the Musaf below shte behemot. There's no Qurban Musaf less than two behemot. Velo ayalem penai klaad shakwanim shal ma'amad tirudin. B'musaf yeses shrim ayu tirudin. Lachtov etzim velashov ma'im. Which means like this, you can ask a question. I understand the Qurbanim are busy. But what are the Israel doing? So that she says the Israelim, they were busy chopping the wood for the Mizbayah. And also, drawing the water. So again, let's review. The Mishnah is giving us a klal. These tefillot that were done in Yerushalayim, with the Anshem Ma'amad, Kuanim, Levinim, Yisraelim, on a day that there was Hallel, meaning, like Hanukkah, so Anshem Ma'amad, they would not have a long tefillah in Shaharit. They would say Hallel and finish. On a day that there was Musaf, so there was no Ma'amadot, meaning the extra tefillot, not in Musaf, not in Minha, and not in Ni'ilah, according to Shittat Rashid. That's the first opinion of the Mishnah. Comes the Mishnah continues, Qurban Aitzim. Now what is Qurban Aitzim? Let's review the subject of Qurban Aitzim. In the times of the Beit HaMikdash, the second Beit HaMikdash, when the Jewish people came back from Bavel, after 70 years of Galut, they did not have wood for the Ma'araka. They did not have wood for the Mizbayah. So certain families on their own, came forward voluntarily and they donated wood for the Beit HaMikdash. 
The Hachamin rewarded these families and said, since they voluntarily stepped forward in order to give the Qurbanot, every year on that day, they are designated to give the donation again. And it's going to be a holiday for those families. And they brought a special Qurban on that day. It was called Qurban Itzim. It was actually nine days a year where these families came along and brought the Qurbanot. So the Mishnah says, Qurban Itzim on the day that these families would bring the Qurban Itzim and B'minha. Now, there's Mahamadot on those days. Every day of the year, 365 days of the year, there's Mahamadot. Because every day they brought the Qurban Tamid. But on the day that they brought the Qurban Itzim, they would skip the Mahamadot and Minha. Why? That's read Rashid. Qurban Itzim, Mifaresh, Begimara Mifaresh, Kegon Ehad, Mitishaz Banim. Veotoyom Shayabo Qurban Itzim, Afidu Loyabo Musaf. Even if there was no Musaf on that day, Hayan Nidhem Mahamad. Shil minha. The ma'amad of minha would be pushed away. Rabnei korban aitzim. Teshe korban aitzim kodem le minha. Veduhay ma'amad as samuklo. Velo shil ne'ilah. Which is according to the Mishnah. On the day of korban aitzim, the ma'amadot in minha would be pushed off. But in ne'ilah, they would have to pray the ma'amadot. I guess. The Qurban Aitzim was brought at Minha time. And therefore they needed the Qanim and the Levi'im and the Salim to help bring the Qurban. So therefore they would uh, delay or they would cancel the Tefillah of the Ma'amadot. So let's review this opinion. All this opinion is who the Mishnah says? Devreh Rabbi Akiva. Let's review Shittat Rabbi Akiva. On Hanukkah with his Halil, there's no Ma'amadot in Shachrit. And the Sheikh Hodashim, that is Musaf, so there's no Ma'abadot in Musaf, Minha, and Ni'ilah, according to the Shittat Rashi. On days that was Qurban Aitzim, they would not bring the, the Ma'abadot, they would not say the Ma'abadot in Minha, but they would say it during Ni'ilah. Comes the Mishnah and says a different Shittat. That says, Ben Amar lo Ben Azai. So Ben Azai tells Rabbi Akiva, Ka kayar Rabbi Yoshua Ashoneh. This is the way Rabbi Yoshua taught. Korban Musaf and B'Minha. Korban Isim and B'Ni'ila. So Rabbi Yoshua argued. Rabbi Yoshua said that on the day that there was a Korban Musaf and B'Minha, they would not say Ma'amadot, not in Musaf, as well as Minha. However, Qurban Aitzim and B'ni'ila, they would not say not only in Minha, but also in Ni'ila. That was the Shitab bin Azai. Once the Bi'akiva heard this, the Mishnah says, Hazar Bi'akiva, the Yotshone Kibin Azai. And the Gibraltar is going to explain, which means the Bi'akiva was Hazir. Originally, the Gibraltar is going to explain. Originally, the Bi'akiva said what? When there's Qurban Aitzim, you don't do it in Minha. But Ni'ila, yes. Now he says, no. When there's Qurban Aitzim, you don't do the Ma'amadot, not in Minha, and not in Ni'ila as well. And we will see why Rabbi Akiva was Khuzirbo. And now the Mishnah continues. The Mishnah continues and says, There were nine days 
where families stepped forward and donated wood for the Bet HaMikdash. Behad ben Nisan, on the first day of Nisan, Bene Arach ben Yehuda. The family called Arach ben Yehuda, they donated wood. How long did the wood last until? Until the 20th of Tammuz. From Rosh Chodesh Nisan to the 20th of Tammuz. Who came on the 20th of Tammuz? Be'asim et Tammuz, Bene David ben Yehuda. This was the family from David Amelech, Alam HaShalom. Bahamisha Be'av. On the 5th of Av, Bene Parosh ben Yehuda. That was the family of Parosh ben Yehuda. Bishiv'abo, on the 7th of Av, Bene Yonadav ben Rechev. Be'asrimbo, on the 20th of Av, Bene Sana ben Minyamin. They were from the tribe of Benyamin. Bahamisha Asarbo, on the 15th of the month of Av, Bene. Again, Bahamisha Bab. On the fifth of Ab, Bene Parosh Ben Yehuda. Bishivabo, Bene Yunada Ben Rechem. Bahasarabo, on the tenth of Ab, Bene Sanab Ben Yamin. Bahamisha Asarbo, Bene Zetu Ben Yehuda. That was the family of Zetu Ben Yehuda. The Immahim, who came with the family of Zetu Ben Yehuda? Kohanim Ulvihim. Which means, there were certain families, they knew that they were the families that used to give the wood. But they forgot which day that they're supposed to give it. So they would join Zetub and Yehuda on the 15th of Av. And with them, Kohanim and Devim also, they want to make a Yom Tov. So they would also bring. Now, who else brought with them? Ubne Gonve Eli. The Gemara will explain why is the family called Godvei Ali. The family of Kotsai Kitsiot, we'll see why they were called that as well. They also brought the Qurban Itzim with the family of Zetu bin Yehuda. On the 20th of Av, Bene Pahat Moab bin Yehuda. The family of Pahat bin Yehuda. On the 20th of Elul, Bene Adin bin Yehuda. Behad betebet on the first of tebet shavu bene parosh shiniya bene parosh ben yehuda they got a second chance they came back the second time behad betebet so the mishnah says on the first of tebet they have a lot of days on yav rosh chodesh had betebet is also Hanukkah and it's also korban etzim so you have a lot of business on that day again rosh chodesh tebet. Plus it's Hanukkah, plus it's Zman Atzei Kohanim. So the Mishnah says, Lo bo Ma'amad. There was no Ma'amad at all, not in Shaharit, not in Minha, not in Musaf, not in Ni'ina. Why? Shayabo Halil, the Korban Musaf, the Korban Aizim. Because they were busy. In Shaharit, they sang Halil. No Korban, no Ma'amadot in Shaharit. You had Korban Musaf. That takes away the Ma'amadot in Musaf. Why do you have Korban Musaf? Because it's Rosh Chodesh. Plus you also had Korban Aizim. That takes it away in Minha and Ni'ilah. So therefore on that day, there was no Ma'amadot Bikhlal in the times of the Beit HaMikdash. Mishnah continues, Hamisha Devarim Ir'u et Avotinu B'Shiva'asar B'Tamuz. Hamisha B'Tish'a B'Av. There were five calamities and tragedies that took place to our fathers on Shiva'asa b'Tavuz 
and five things that took place when? On Tisha B'Av. What happened on Shavah Sabi Tammuz? The Mishnah says, Nishtabiru Aluchot. The tablets were broken. Ubutal Tamid. The Qurban Tamid that was born every day, the Gezerah of the Goyim, of the Malchut Arishah was that no more Qurban Tamid. That was on Shavah Sabi Tammuz. Vesaraf Apostemos at the Torah. A fellow by the name of Apostemos Arasha, he burnt the Sefer Torah. Ve'imid Selem, or better to read it, Ve'umad Selem Ba'ichal. There was a Jewish king called Menasheh. On Shabbat Sabbath Tammuz, he put a Selem, meaning Abu Dazara, in the Beit HaMikdash. Those are the five events that happened. But the Shabbat what are the five events that happened on Shabbat Nigzal al-Avotenu shelo yikanesu la'aris. When the Jewish people were in the Midbar, the Meragilim came back, and they gave a bad report. And Am Yisrael cried. On that night, Borei Olam decreed that the Jewish people cannot go into Eris Israel. That generation. What night was that? Shabbat the first Beit HaMikdash was destroyed. And also the second Beit HaMikdash. The city of Betar was also conquered. That was the, the war from the Romans against Bar Kokhba. That was after the destruction of the second temple. And the city of Jerusalem was plowed. Which means it became all plowed, it became destroyed. Comes the Mishnah and continues, Once the month of Av enters, We have to minimize our happiness. And the Gemara is going to explain, how do you minimize your happiness? Mishnah continues, Shabbat Shechal, Shabbat Shechal, Tisha B'Av, Liyot Betocha, the Shabbat, the week of Tisha B'Av, we call that Shavua Shechalbo. The week of Tisha B'Av, Asur Melisapir, it's forbidden to take haircuts, Umelichabes, and it's Asur also, to wash or launder clothes. Ubahamishi, Mutari Mepene, Kemoda Shabbat. What is this talking about? So that she says, Imhal Tishabeab Erib Shabbat, let's say Tishabeab falls out on a Friday. Today, according to our calendar, it cannot come out on a Friday. But in the olden days, it was possible Tishabeab could come out on a Friday. So that she says, Imhal Tishabeab Erib Shabbat, Mutari Mekabes Bahamishi, which means you're allowed to wash your clothes on Thursday. Why? Mepnekemoda Shabbat. That she says, "Ukshahat shabbat bedalit b'shabbat." When yes, haircuts and shaving on Thursday. Why lichbot shabbat? Even though shabbat is Friday, but Achimim said lichbot shabbat mutar. Correct. Ukshahat that she says shabbat bedalit b'shabbat. Let's say shabbat for that on a Wednesday. Of course, it's permissible on Thursday because it's after Tishabeav. If we're letting you take. Laundering clothes before Tishabeav, certainly we're going to allow you to launder clothes after Tishabeav. So when Tishabeav falls out on a Wednesday, certainly Thursday you could launder your clothes, Nikhbot Shabbat. It goes without saying. Comes the Mishnah and continues. Erev Tishabeav, now we're talking about Erev Tishabeav. Lo Yochal Adam Shene Tafshirin. A person in the Sa'udat of Seket, which means right before the fast, he's not allowed to eat two cooked foods. Now she gives an example of dag ubetsa she'alav. In the olden days they used to have fish. And with the fish they used to put an egg, cook an egg and put it on top of it. 
And therefore this is considered two tafshirim. The dag is considered one, and the betzah is considered two. So it says, on Ayat Tushabi'av, in the last meal before the fast, you're not allowed to have two tafshirim. Lo yochal basar. In that last meal, you're not allowed to have meat. Velo yishteh yayin. And you're not allowed to have wine. Again, according to the law of the Mishnah, it's only forbidden to have meat and wine in the last Sa'udah before Sha'bi'av. From the law of the Mishnah, the week of the Sha'bi'av or the nine days, Mutar. Mutar be Basar, Mutar be Yayin. Only the last Sa'udah is going to be Asur be Basar, be Yayin. The Banch Shemongam doesn't agree. He says, you don't have to have two tafshilin or one tafshil. He just says, change from what you normally eat. Let's say a person normally eats five tafshilin, eat four tafshilin. A person usually eats four tafshilin, eat three tafshilin. Which is the Banch Shemongam is more lenient. He says, you don't have to have one tafshil during the Sa'udat of Sikhid. The point is, Less. Less change whatever you used to have, have different. Yishanet. Rabbi Yehuda says on Shabbat Erev Shabbat, you have to turn over the beds. In the olden days, when somebody was avail ba'avilut for one of his seven relatives, they used to not only sit on the floor, but they used to turn all the beds in the house upside down. This was a sign of Avelut. So the Biyudah says on Ayyad al-Shabi'ab, Yuhayyab bikhfiyyat amidah. And therefore you cannot sleep on the bed, you have to sleep on the, on the wood, on the, on the opposite side of the bed. Veloodu al-Hakamim. Hakamim said, no, Adkan, we don't agree with you on this. Amar Abayn Tzum Gamliel, Lo ayu yamim turim li Yisrael, Kahamisha asar be'ab, Ukhyom ha'kipurim. He says, the two happiest days of the year, Fa'am Yisrael, were the 15th of Av and Yom Kippur. Why were they so happy? On those days, the girls, the single girls that were not married of Yerushalayim, used to go out dressed up in white clothes, in white dresses. Shi'ulin. And all the girls that would go out to this place, they would not wear their own dresses. They would borrow it from each other. In order not to embarrass somebody that doesn't have. Which means, let's say you have a poor girl, she doesn't have a white dress. So now she has to go embarrass herself and ask, please can I borrow a dress? But if everybody's borrowing, even the rich girl, there's no busha. So everybody would borrow dresses, the girls, to go out. Mishnah says... Anybody that got a dress, before they wear it, they have to do tevila on it. Why? Because you don't know, maybe the person you're borrowing it from is nida. Tum'at nida is mitamed begadim. So, just in case, the person that they got it from, had tum'at nida. Rashi says, Before they wear them. We don't know, maybe we don't know if this lady is a nida. Mishnah continues. The girls of Jerusalem would go out. They would dance in a circle in the vineyards. What would they say? They would tell the young men. Bahur, young men. Come look, look what you're choosing to get married to. 
Don't look at the beauty. Look at the family. That's the main thing. The beauty is vanity. The main thing is fear of God. And the Pasuk says, Which means the Pasuk is teaching us that the main thing that the girls were saying is look at the deeds. Look at the deeds, look at the actions that they have. Comes the Gemara and the Mishnah continues. V'chenu Omer, Se'ena ur'ena benotzion b'melech shilomo. Ba'atara she'etara lo immo b'yom chatunato u'b'yom simchat nebo. According to the Mishnah, this person referring to that day. Se'ena ur'ena benotzion. Benotzion are the girls of Yerushalayim. B'yom chatunato, they would go out on that day. They would choose for themselves a marriage partner. That was the days of Yom Kippurim and Hamisha Asar Be'av. But the Mishnah says differently. This is referring to not to the girls of Jerusalem. This is referring to Am Yisrael with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. What was the day of the wedding that Am Yisrael got married? Zuma Tan Torah. On the day that we got the Torah. Yom Hatunatoh. Ubi Yom Subhat Nibbo. Zeb Binyam Bet HaMikdash. Which means when it says Yom Subhat Nibbo. What was the day of the happiness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu? That was the day that the Bet HaMikdash was built. And Bezat Hashim will be built. Now, the Bet HaMikdash, the original Bet HaMikdash was built and finished and celebrated on Yom Kippur. And therefore, there's a connection. On Yom Kippur, also the Beit HaMikdash was done, and that was talking about the Simcha of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Now, when it says in the Mishnah, Yom Hatunato Zumatan Torah, because also that was Yom Kippur. Because on Yom Kippur, the second Luchot were given. So then what comes out, according to this, three things happen on Yom Kippur. Number one, Benot Siyon went out in the dance to get married. Number two, Yom Hatunato is Matan Torah. That was Yom Kippur when we got the second tablets. And also, Yom Subhat Nebo, that was the day that the Bet HaMikdash, the first Bet HaMikdash of Shilomo was inaugurated. Shibanebi Benabi Aminu Amin. Comes the Mishnah Gemara. Bishlosha Perakim Bashana Kwanim Nosimit Kapehem. We said three times a year, the Kwanim make Birkat Kwanim four times. In Shahrit, Benha. Musaf, Menha, Ni'ira. And what are the three times a year? We said on Ta'aniyot, Ma'amadot, and Yom Kippur. So the Gemara says, Ta'aniyot, Ma'amadot, Mi'ika, Musaf. What are you talking about? On the first days there's no Musaf. On the Ma'amadot there's no Musaf. So how could you tell me that three times a year they made Birkat Kurim four times? There's no Musaf on those days. There's only Musaf on Yom Kippur. On the Ta'aniyot and on the Ma'amadot, there was Ni'ilah. But there was no Musaf. So really, how could you tell me that they made Birkat Kwanim three times a year, four times? So the Mishnah Gibara says, Hasure Mehsara. Naki Ketani. Actually, the Mishnah is missing some words. And read it like this. Bishloshah Perakim. Kwanim Nos'im Et Kapehen. Kol Zeman Shemit Palelim. Ah. Which means, three times a year, the Kohanim would make Birkat Kohanim every time they would pray. Not four times. 
Sometimes it was three times, sometimes it was four times. The Yeshman, some of those days, and some of those, one day actually, it was even four times. Shahrid, Musaf, Mirhab, and Ilad, Shaharim. The Elo Enchilo Shaparakim, what are the three times? Ta'aniyot. Ma'amadot, the Yom which means, on the Ta'aniyot and the Ma'amadot, how many times did they make Merkat Kuanim? Three times. In Shaharit, Musaf, and Ilad. On Kippur, Four times. Shahari, Musaf, Minha, and Ni'ilah. But the common denominator is that those three times a year they would make Qualim in every tefillah that was made on those days. On Ta'aliyot and Ma'amidiyot, there's only three tefillot made. On Kippur, four tefillot. But the point is, on all the tefillot that were made on those days, the Qualim would make Birkat Qualim. Amar ibn Akhmam, Amar Ababar Abu, Zudivre Rabbi Meir. These are the words of Rabbi Meir. About Hakamim Omrim. The rabbis say, Shahitu Musaf, Yeshbem Nisiut Kapayim. Minhaun Ahila, Imbem Nisiat Kapayim. Oh, we have a new Shitah. Shitat Hakamim. Shitat Hakamim is only in Shahrit and Musaf, Yahad Nisiut Kapayim. Mini Kwanim made Birkat Kwanim. However, in Minha and Ni'ila, no Birkat Kwanim. So the Gemara says, Man Hakamim? Who are these Hakamim? Who's this opinion? The Behudai. The Tanya. Now we're going to give different opinions on when Kohanim make Berkat Kohanim. Pay attention, there's going to be three opinions. The Tanya. Shahrit u Musaf, u Minhab in Kulan, Yesh Bahim, Nisiat Kapayim, Devera Bimir. So let's get a Bimir first. The Bimir says, Kwanim make Birkat Kwanim every tefillah. Shahrit, Musaf, Minha, Ni'ila. Rabbi Yudah Omer, Shahrit Musaf, Yesh Bem Nisut Kapayim. Minha, Ni'ila, Im Bem Nisut Kapayim. Second shita is Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yudah. Rabbi Yudah says, You only make Birkat Kwanim in Shahrit and Musaf, but in the afternoon, meaning Minha, Ni'ila, no Nisut Kapayim. Third shita, Rabbi Yosef Omer, Ni'ila yesh ba nisiyut kapayim Minha in ba nisiyut kapayim So Rabbi Yoseh has a different shita He says Shaharit yes Musaf yes Minha no Ni'ila yes So let's review the three shitot Before we understand the logic We don't understand the logic What's the shita? What's the semana? You have shitat Rabbi Meir Rabbi Meir says Kwanim always make berkat Kwanim Shaharit, Musaf, Minha, Ni'ila Four times then you have Shitat Rabbi Yudah. He says, Shahrit Musaf. Only in the morning. However, Minhab and Ila, no Kwanim. Then you have Rabbi Yosef. There's a compromise. Shahrit Musaf, yes. Minha, no. For some reason. Ni'ila, yes. So the Gemara wants to know what's the logic of these Shitot over here. Gemara says, What's the Mahlokit over here? So the Gemara says, Rabbi Meir Sabar, Rabbi Meir holds. Kol yoma ta'ma ma'ilo parsek kahane yadayu b'minhita mishum shikrut. Every day, every day of the year, not on a fast day. Why don't we have kwanim in minha? Why don't the kwanim go up and make kwanim in minha time? Because we're worried maybe they drink. And a kohen is not allowed to make perkat kwanim if he's drunk. However, ha'idana leka shikrut. But on a fast day, there's no shikrut. 
On Kippur, everybody eating? Of course not. On the Mahamadot, they fasted. On the Ta'aniyot, they fasted. So he says, go with the logic. The whole logic why you don't do Kuanim and Minha is because of Hashash Shikhrut. On the Ta'aniyot, there's no Shikhrut. Nobody's eating. Therefore, you can make it. In Minha. Musaf also. Shahrit. Everybody agrees Shahrit and Musaf. You don't eat lunch before Musaf. Nobody eats before Musaf. The question is Minha. Minha affairs that nobody's drinking. Look at Rashi. Look at Rashi. Kol yoma maitama lo parsekane yadai b'minha. Dekol yoma shikha b'shikhrut. Because every day the people get drunk. Shikivar sa'ad. Because by minha time you eat. Vizimni de mashcha sa'udatai. Sometimes the sa'uda lasted for a long time. O mishtakir. O parish yadai ba'adai hamre. He's going to make kohanim when he has the wine in his system. Vekohen shetu yayin asuni sa'ad kapab. Shri emar yayin veshekhar altesh. Which means, we learn from the Torah that a Kohen that's going to serve Avodah, the Suit Kapayim, making Kohanim is like Avodah. When you go serve God, you cannot drink. But on the first day, who's drinking? Therefore, the Bimir says, Kohanim in all the tefillot. Now let's go to the next shita. Rabbi Yehuda Sabal, Shahritu Musaf, Nechol Yoma, Loshkiyah Shikhrut, Logazubu Rabbanan. All year long in Sha'rit al-Musaf, nobody's eating, you don't eat before Musaf, therefore, you can make Mirkat Kwanin in Sha'rit al-Musaf. However, Minha when it comes to the afternoon, Minha time, Ni'ila time, Dekhol Yomashkiha Shikhrut, where all year long you're eating, what is Minha time? 12.30 in the afternoon, that's lunch time. You eat 12.30 all the way till the end of uh, the day. Since all year long, we don't make Kohanim in the afternoon because that's the time of getting drunk. The rabbis made a Gezerah. And they said, you know what? We do not want you to make Kohanim on the days of Minha and Ni'ilah. Gezerah to the rest of the days of the year. What were they worried about? If I'm going to let you make, let's say, Kohanim on, uh, let's say, Kippur. In Minha time and Ni'ilah. It's going to come in the middle of the year. You're going to say, oh, I made, uh, made Kwanim in Ni'ilah and Kippur. I'll make Ni'ilah during the year. Hakamim said, no, we don't want you to do that. Because if you're going to get used to doing it on the days where there's Mirhan Ni'ilah, you're going to do it on the other days where you're eating. So therefore, according to the Biyuda, only in Shahrit and Musaf, but not in Minha and Ni'ilah. Rabbi Yosef Savar, Minha di'ita bechol yoma gazu bar banan. Ni'ila di'ita bechol yoma lo gazu bar banan. Rabbi Yosef says, hold it. When the rabbis make a gezerah, the gezerah has to be something that's common or something that's probable. Every day we pray Minha. Every day of the year. And therefore, if we're going to allow you to do Birkat Kwanim in Minha of a first day, they might do it in minha of the year. That's a problem because there's shikhrut. So no minha. I ask you, ni'ila, how often do you pray ni'ila? You only pray ni'ila for us, Yom Kippur. In the older days, on the Mahamadot and on the, on the uh, Ta'aniyot. It's not common. So therefore I'm not going to make a gezerah that you cannot pray Birkat Kwanim in ni'ila for the rest of the for the rest of the year, because it's not a common practice. So therefore, according to the Biyosef, let's review the Biyosef. Shahrit, yes, Kohanim. 
Musaf yaskwani. Because during, during the year you don't eat at that time. Menha, no. Gezerah. Even it's a fast day. Gezerah, if I let you do it on a fast day, you might do it all year long. However, ni'ilah, mutar. Why? What's the gezerah? Why do the khi we make a hour for his ni'ilah? Therefore, on a day that is ni'ilah, it is permissible for the Biyusit to make kwanim in ni'ilah time. The Bibihid, the Bibihid is not gozer. The Bibihid is not gozer. The Bibihid just says, Shahrit, Musaf, Minhan, Ni'idah. We're fasting today. Ba'am is a fit, no shikhrut. I want you to make a gizira. If today I let you do what you might come to do when there's no fast, the Bibihid is not gozer. He's not worried about it. Now we go to the Halakha. Amar of Yehuda, Marab, Halakha, Kena Bibihid. The Bibihid, make Birkat Kwarim, all the tefillot. But Rabbi Yohanan Amar, Nahagu ha'am kerebi mi'ir. It's not halakha, Nahagu, it's the custom. Verava Amar, Minhag kerebi mi'ir. Wow. So now we have three different things here. Everybody agrees it's kerebi mi'ir. Is it halakha kerebi mi'ir? Nahagu kerebi mi'ir? Or Minhag kerebi mi'ir? What's the difference? So the Gemara explains. Man de amar halakha kerebi mi'ir. Darshinan dehu befirka. Meaning you can announce it in the shi'ur. Rabotai, halakha kerebi mi'ir. Make berkat kuanim in all the tefillot. Man de amar minhag. Midrash lo darshinan. Uruye morinan. You don't announce it in public. But if somebody comes and asks you a halakha, you tell them, between me and you, you want to make Birkat Kuanim? Make it in all the tefillot. Uman Damar. Uman Damar Nahagu. Uruyoe Loborinan. According to the opinion, says the people have a custom. You don't even give the Psak Alakha to anybody. However, vi Avid, Avid Velo Mehadirinan. If they do it, you let them do it. You don't scream. You don't. You leave them alone. So there's three levels. One level is halakha. Halakha means the rabbi gets up in the shiur of botai. We follow the bimir. Berkat kuanim, shaharit, musaf, berhan yaida. The other one is nahagu. Nahagu means listen. The people are doing it. Listen. We're not going to announce it in public. And the truth is, even if somebody comes and asks us a question, we're not going to tell them to do the bimir. But if they're doing it, leave them. The, the second level is minhag. What does minhag mean? We're not going to announce it. But if somebody comes and asks us, what do we do? We tell them minhag is like the bimi. So then we have three different approaches what the practice of Klai's fail was. That Abdul Rahman Amar, says, no, forget about the bimi. We go like the bimi yose. Berkat kuanim on a fast day, shahrit. Musaf, if there's musaf. No minha, yes ni'ilah. Yes, Ni'ilah. The Halakha, Kerebi Yosef. Gibra concludes, Halakha Kerebi Yosef. That's our Halakha. For example, on Yom Kippur, we make Kohanim in Ni'ilah, but we don't make Kohanim in Minha. But the only question is, on a fast day. For example, let's say Chabi'av. Chabi'av, we make Birkat Kohanim in Minha. I thought we go like Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi Yosef says there's no... Uh, I thought we followed Rabbi Yosef. So the Gemara says, "Va'idana, my tama perse kani yadabim in haytad etanita." Oh, today, how come the Kohanim make berkat Kohanim in 
מנחה וטענית, כיוון דבסמוך לשקיעת החמקה פרסה, כתפילת נעילה דמיה, which means like this, when do we pray מנחה on a fast day? At the end of the day. We pray close to שקיעה. And therefore, the מנחה on a fast day is similar to נעילה. In the olden days, when did they pray מנחה? They prayed early. So therefore, on a minha gedola, Rabbi Yosef says, No, Birkat Kuanim. We make a gizirat to minha and a ta'anid to minha all year long. But na'ila is okay, because na'ila is not common. Na'ila only happens a few times a year in the olden days. And therefore, today, we pray minha on a first day. When do we pray minha on a first day? We don't pray minha gedola. We pray minha katana. We pray minha at the end of the day. So the minha on a first day, for example, Chabeha, it's like Ni'ilah. What's the law on Ni'ilah? Yes, Birkat Kuanim. We treat Minha and Ta'anit like Ni'ilah. Just like Ni'ilah, Rabbi Yosef said, you make Birkat Kuanim, so to in Minha of Erev, uh, of Chabi'ab, you also make Birkat Kuanim, because there's a deen of Ni'ilah. Comes the Gemara and says, Tekule'al ma'mihat. Everybody agrees, Shikor Asun Benisiat Kapayim. One thing is for certain. Ben Rabbi Meir, Ben Rabbi Yehuda, Ben Rabbi Yoseh, a drunk person is not allowed to make Birkat Kohanim. So the Gemara says, Where do you know this from? Where's the biblical source? Amar Rabbi Yoshua Ben Nevi, Meshumbar Kapara, Lama Nismecha, Parashat Kohen Mevarech, לפרשת נזיר, לומר, מה נזיר אסור ביין? אף כהן מברך אסור ביין. If you look at פרשת נסו, where it talks about the נזיר, the פרשה right before the נזיר is what? כה תברכו את בני ישראל אמון להם. The פרשה of what? Of ברכת כהנים. So what do you learn from over here? You learn from over here, there's a connection between the נזיר and the כהן. Just like the Nazir, Asun Lishtot Ya'in, so to a Kohen Mifarech, Asun Lo Lishtot Ya'in. I correct myself, Parashat Nazir is written before Berkat Kohanim. But the point is, it's next to each other. First it says Berkat, the Parashat Nazir, and then it talks about Kohanim. Ma Nazir Asun Biyayin, Af Berkat Kohanim, Asun Biyayin. Comes again and says, מתקיף לה אבו דרבי זרה ואמרי לה אושעיה בר זבדה אימה נזיר אסור בחרסן אף כהן מברך אסור בחרסן הנזיר is not allowed to eat not only wine he cannot even have the pits of the grapes he wants to take the pits of the grapes הנזיר he wants to chew on it and eat it is he allowed? אסור so you're going to tell me now a Kohen who wants to make Merkat Kohanim, he cannot have the pits of the grapes? Of course not. We know that a Kohen, he's allowed to have Harsanim. But if you're making the connection between a Kohen and a Nazir, I'll say, Ma Nazir Asur Baharsan, Af Kohen Mivarech Asur Baharsan. So the Gemara says, No. Amar Bishak, Amar Kera, Lishareto, Ulbarech Bishmo. We have a Pasuk that says, Lishareto, those are the Kohanim that actually serve in the Beit HaMikdash, Lesharito, Unbarech Meshmo, and those are the Kohanim that bless. So there's a connection between the Mesharitim and the Mevarchim. 
Lesharito ulbarech. What's the connection? The Gemara says, Ma misharet mutar beharsan af kohen mevarech mutar beharsan. Just like a kohen that's working in the Beit Hamikdash, he's allowed to have harsanim. The Torah only forbids a kohen that's working yain veshechar al tesht. But harsanim is mutar lesharito ulbarech. Just like the Misharet can have Harsanim, so to the Mibarech also can have Harsanim. So now the Gibbarach asks, Ima Misharet Baal Mum Lo, Af Kohen Mibarech Baal Mum Lo. Oh, so you're comparing the Kohen Mibarech to a Misharet? Well, we know a Misharet, somebody that works in the Beth of Mikdash, cannot be a Baal Mum. Can a Kohen be a Baal Mum? Hafa Shalom. Can I have a blemish? So you're going to tell me now that just like a misharet cannot have a ba'al mum, so to a kohen mevarech cannot have a ba'al mum? Which means that say if you have a kohen that has a, he has a broken limb, who has a blemish, you're going to tell me he can't go up and make merkat kohanim? Kamran says, no. Ha'it kish le nazir. We have a connection to the nazir. A nazir who's a ba'al mum can't become a nazir. So to a kohen that wants a mevarech, even though he has a ba'al mum, he can make the merakah. So look what's going on over here. The Gevaravi is comparing a Kohen Mivarech to a Nazir and to a Misharet. And it's going both ways, Nikula. It's saying like this The Kohen Mivarech is compared to the Misharet. That just like the Misharet can have Harsanim, so too the Mivarech can have Harsanim, meaning the pits. And then we're saying, just like the Kohen, just like the Nazir, is what? Is permissible to be a Nazir if you're a Baal Mum. So to a Kohen, Mivarech can be a Baal Mum. So we're taking the Kulot. Nazir Baal Mum, Kohen Mivarech Baal Mum, Mutar. Misharet, Mutar Baharsanim, Kohen Mivarech, Mutar Baharsanim. So the Gemara says, Umay Hazid Makshat Nikula, Akish Lehumra. Who told you to make the connections leniently? Make it stringently. Which means like this, I'll argue like this. Just like a Nazir is Asur Bahar Sanim, so to Kohen Mivarech, Asur Bahar Sanim. And just like a Misharet, Baalmum is Asur, so to Kohen Mivarech, Baalmum Asur. Once you're making connections, who told you to make the connections? Maybe make the connections. Lahmir. Tarati Gibara concludes and says, Asmachtani no Midrabbanan Ulkula. Really, all these laws are just Asmachta. We knew these all these halakhot already from Halakhal Moshe Sinai. We knew these halakhot already from tradition. This thing that we're comparing it to a Nazir, we're comparing it to a, to a um, Kohen Misharet, this is the banana that came along, Asmichu. But we have a tradition that says what? Kohen Mivarech, Baal Mum, Mutar. Baal Mum, Mutar. Just like a Nazir. And what about a Kohen that ate Mishnat Anavim, or he ate Harsanim, I'm sorry, he ate Pits, Mutar Gamkin, just like a Misharet. So the point is, the Gemara's conclusion is, what's the source, how do you know? If somebody would ask you, how do you know if a Kohen drank wine that is intoxicated, he cannot make Mirkat Kohanim? Nazir, Ma Nazir Asur Biyayin? Really, that's an asmachta of the hachamim. Really, we know this from a tradition. Baruch Adonai Amen.